everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Alternate Oscars. I am your host, Gabe Warren. And with every episode, I, along with a special guest, will be celebrating and awarding <coughs> our, <coughs> sorry, our favorite films of each year, starting in 1928 and going onward. We'll discuss our brief thoughts on each film we nominate and comment on the actual Oscar year and some fun details on the ceremony. A few rules we always follow will be strictly following the reminder list of eligible releases. Those can be found on the website and the Um The amount of categories will also change and evolve over time. This is sort of tie into the Academy's evolution over time. Um, and today we're going to be um, reacting to the Oscars. Like, <laughs> what do you. How. What. Uh, oh, where to begin? Um. <laughs> I'm. Um. Oh. Of. Of course. Um. My guest. I have a guest. Um. Returning guest, Matthew Anzalone. Um. Hi. And he's the founder of the Hollywood Twitter Press Association Award. So that's fun. So welcome back, Matthew. Um. Hi. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Oh. I think we need to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Before we um, talk. Actual First off, did you watch the ceremony? I did. Uh, I I watched about half of it. I missed the Will Smith part and some of the speeches and bits, but yeah, I got um, I'm I'm glad I caught some of it at least. But yeah, let's just get the big one out of the way. So yeah. Not too long before he won the Oscar, Will Smith seemingly just lost it and hit Chris Rock, and then, um, and after he told he he screamed at Chris Rock to. Shut the hell up. Um, Keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth is what he yeah. said. In fact, I'm going to pull up the... I, I I feel like I need to pull up the clip. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, but... I don't know. This is just... In, in just... This is, or I, I um I I'm just I don't know. It's just I don't feel like I'm qualified to like participate in this discussion. Um, but I um just kind of stunned by the whole moment. Yeah, like the whole moment. It's like that. It's one of those moments that just completely breaks the tone of the rest of the. Of the events, and I agree with you. Say that you could say that, like, of course, I don't condone like violence, but yeah. Chris Rock should have known better. I think both of them are in the wrong here. Yeah. What Will Smith did was obviously out of line. Honestly, but what Chris Rock said was also out of line. I think I think there's enough blame for both of them to go around. 
And the fact that people are only blaming Smith for that is just awful, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I remember uh, watching it. We were like, "Is this a bit? Is it not a bit?" And then when the audience went dead silent, I heard, that's how I heard. I heard from like one of my group chats about what was happening, and then I I saw like a clip of it. I and. Let me play right now. I don't know if the audience can. I don't know if the audience can hear it, but <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, I'm just playing it right now. Okay, so I just played the clip. Yeah. That was the most uncomfortable, like, viewing experience. Or, yeah. or, like, like, top ten, I don't know. It's just... And I just imagine yeah. this, that, that like, the discourse around this is going to be exhausting. Like, yeah. the discourse. This I can already... Actually... You go ahead. This was brought up during a White House press briefing today. Holy shit. It's gotten like, there. i never seen an entertainment news story this big. I'm sure there have been, but I can't think of one offhand. <sighs> I mean... I mean, the bits in general were awful, but no one will ever remember those, so good job, Amy Schumer. I think they owe an apology to Questlove and the other people responsible for Summer Soul. That was the category he was. Chris Rock was presenting. It was documentary. And that slap completely took away their moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like Smith... I question, like, the state of his mental health. Like, does he need to... Does he need a therapist? He He might need a therapist. But and besides that, I can I can already picture like whoever hosts the Oscars next is just gonna have a field day writing a bunch of jokes. Well, Saturday Night Live is new this weekend. I already saw that. Oh my God! Just please, 
No, James Corden. I've had enough of you, James Corden. Just stop it. Um, Trevor Noah's hosting the Grammys, which is next week. I mean, he's going to already have a lot in his monologue about Kanye West. Now he's going to have to throw in the slap in there, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, what else happened? <laughs> um, like, no. Kind of a not a great ceremony. Um, the bits were awful. I didn't catch the bits. Um, lucky, lucky, lucky. I would say that out of the three hosts, Wanda was by far the best. Like, there was no contents. Like, Regina was okay, and Amy Schumer was god-awful. But... <sighs> I'm just... But yeah. I don't know. Um, like, the ceremonies kind of a mixed bag and there were some odd choices like I didn't catch all of them but apparently the We Don't Talk About Bruno performance was not good mm, it was okay I would like it the choice to just have it be a rap number by Megan Thee Stallion instead of getting the whole cast is, yeah. is, is that what they did yeah that's exactly what they did really Strange. Um, um, the James Bond tribute was just like a tiny, probably not even a minute clip montage, and then and, that was it. And why you wouldn't have? If you're gonna do one, go full out and have a transition to the no die, no time to die performance. Yeah, they had that like probably at least an hour, maybe two after that tribute. It's it's a it's a weird choice. Yeah, I will say this though: most of the musical performances were really good. That 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 Diane Warren song was actually really good. Yeah, that's nice here. Um, Overall, that was a pretty mediocre. Night, like in terms of like, like not including the winners, the show as a whole was pretty mediocre. I would say, like it's not the worst Oscars I've seen, but it's pretty close. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think we should dive into these winners. Um, yeah, probably a good idea. So, yeah. um, we have, um, our, hold on, let me pull up, um, uh, just one second, um, so, 
our our acting winners are Will Smith, King Richard, Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye, Troy Cotter's Coda, and Ariana DeBose in West Side Story. Um, how do you feel about um, Will Smith's performance in King Richard and its Oscar win? I mean, it's I mean, separating what happened before. I say his performance was okay. Wasn't my favorite, but I can live with that. Yeah. Uh, honestly, as long as it wasn't Javier Bardem, I didn't care who won this category. Yeah. I think all I think the other four would have been more than well deserving winners, and that's basically how I feel about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, his speech, his speech was probably the worst of the night. I'd say. Like, obviously, he was emotional over everything that happened, but he kind of rambled for like five minutes. Uh, like it was yeah. exactly, it was like five minutes, twenty-five seconds, something like that. Yeah. Um. What are our opinions of Jessica Chastain's Oscar-winning performance? Not in the least bit surprised this one. Yeah. This you can made throw all the, You can throw all the new and shiny and interesting roles at it, but sometimes Oscar bait just wins. And that's exactly what happened here. Yep. Um, I think it's a fine yeah. performance, and... I'm glad that Jessica Chastain is an Oscar yeah. winner. Yeah, I'm happy with that too. It's just kind of wild that um, we all thought this was gonna be like a crazy Best Actress year, and then it turned and ended kind of predictable. <clears throat> Honestly, it still it still kind of was though to the end. Yeah, like even though the yeah. winner was kind of expected. She did not clean sweep at all. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's how it should be. Yeah. I think looking back on it, I would would be okay with Renee Zellweger winning if it wasn't locked. Like, if she did, like, if different people won at different award shows, I would have been more happier with that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm probably more most happy about DeBose and Katsor. Yeah. Katsor by far had the best speech in the night. Yeah. Um, he was like incredible. His speech was amazing. I'm so happy that he's an Oscar winner. He's making Me history. Too. He's only the second deaf actor ever to win an Oscar. And the first male one. Yeah. It's just a shame that we're all these like historic moments. Ariana DeBose is the first openly queer Afro Latina to win an Oscar. Kotzer is this first male deaf actor. Um, these historic, like inspiring moments with yeah, no, incredible speeches and uh, like like the the, the slap gate. <laughs> 
is what's being talked about. Yep. Um. But where do you think each of them go, like career-wise, after all this? Um. Personally, I just want to get this out of the way. I think that the Wall Smith stuff will eventually blow over. Like Hollywood forgets, forgives and forgets eventually. Yeah, I think. I think he's gonna be fine. I think we're gonna see him again next year, because I think he's yeah. gonna be nominated for Emancipation. Yeah. Um, Chastain, sky's the limit for her. I could see her producing a movie that she stars in. I can see that happening for her in the year. Future. Yeah, I think Smith and Chastain are going to return at some point. Um, yeah. Bose, probably so. I think Bose is going to do a Marvel movie next to kind of like boost, boost yeah, her. Yeah, I could see her doing the Marvel and movie. And then, and then we're going to see her do more indie, more award-friendly. There's a doubt in my mind we'll see her again, for sure. Yeah. Kotsor, I'm not so sure about. I would yeah. love to see him do a point in with Yin Yang Jung, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. So our screenplay winners um, um, were in the original, we have Belfast, and in Adapted, we had Coda. Let's just go over to um, Belfast because I found it kind of funny how everyone was making a fuss about Belfast is the movie that was the front runner and now it's probably going to go on with nothing. It's the textbook definition of front runner that lost all steam and and like, eh, not really. It's I'm pretty sure it's going to win original screenplay. Um, I was even more sure of that like after Licorice Pizza lost WGA. Yeah, yeah. I was debating between Don't Look Up, Belfast. I think those. I think Licorice Pizza was done. The second it lost WGA, it should have easily won there. And that but, was. Oh, you but the anti-Asian joke. I get that. Yeah. The anti-Asian joke. I think is what killed it. Personally, I think that's one factor, but not the entire story. Yeah. Um. There's just the fact that this sort of movie, this sort of freewheeling, plotless, character-driven, like, mode piece, is not, I don't think it's popular with the Academy. Like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was very similar and didn't win. Yeah. And this just leads me to think that the Bachelor win was a massive thing. Because these voting bodies, we have to, rem- we have to remember that voting bodies are not a monolith. And after all the fuss we made about BAFTA just copying the Oscars, don't we want to champion them, like, moving away from the perceived frontrunner and doing their own thing? Exactly. They like Winter's Pizza. And I like I have a theory that maybe because they knew they were going to give Belfast British film, that was their excuse to give something to Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Um... I think but Paul Thomas Anderson. I think Paul Thomas Anderson will win. Yeah. But I'm happy he didn't win here. I would rather yeah. him win for a better piece of work than yeah. 
I'm not sure I went for this, but it aged well. Yeah. In terms of Coda winning, that's not a surprise at all. Not at all. I know a lot of people were still thinking Pound of Dog. I didn't believe in that, but... Yeah. But yeah, Coda, um, part of me is still kind of surprised that it just, just started, it's, um, it just swooped in to win here, like, I know that people were saying, oh, maybe James Champion won't win everything, but it's just kind of surprising to me that this film of all films was the film to, like, make the big mark. Yeah. I think we all were surprised by that. But as I mentioned before in our group chat, with everything going on in the world, it makes sense they went with Coda. Yeah. They well like they yeah, they wanted uh I think we all want to see a film that makes us feel happy and gives us a yeah. bit of hope. And what I appreciate is that it doesn't feel the need to, like, resolve all the immediate issues that it presents. Yeah. It can say, hey, um, everything is not all right right now, but we can make it through, and we probably will make it through. Exactly. I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. Um, so our animated feature film winner is Encanto um, surprising no one Um, again another film that just seems to like dominate the cultural landscape from seemingly nowhere not surprising this is Disney after all but I'm just sort of somewhat surprised that Again, another film that seems to just hit the zeitgeist at the right possible at the right moment. Again, it's the escapism movies. Yeah, and it's it's the themes of like unison and working through trauma. And yeah. So yeah. Um, International was drive my car. No um, I was there. just gonna say about in the future. I would um, my favorite was Pixels versus Machines, but yeah, that's uh, your one. But I don't mind Encanto's win at all. I think one thing I've learned this year is that the Golden Globes hate Netflix animated films. They have never yeah. nominated a Netflix animated film. Yeah. But we all know the Golden Globes don't matter now, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm. Ah. I'm thinking about doing. I've, I'm thinking about doing a video on my channel, talking yeah. about the downfall of the Golden Globes. Like, what's next? So, like, on, so just on. when they seemed like they were like on the right track, just everything just just taken. Just they got the rug pulled out of them, and it could have yeah. happened at a better or worse time. Yeah, um, I completely agree. Um, I just wanted to quickly touch on like the people saying that um, 
there were a lot of people who were predicting like some upsets, like uh, Penelope Cruz winning Best Actress. Um, <clears throat> I considered it, but I was actually predicting Kristen Stewart. I was just banking on there being some big upset that ultimately didn't happen. Yeah. But do you think Penelope was at all close Best Actress? I don't think so, honestly. I as think there was a possibility, but... I think Kidman was actually probably two. Uh, I would have to agree. Probably. As much as I hate to say that. <laughs> yeah. I think we, that... Uh, it's, it just makes too much sense. Like, Kidman's playing this beloved icon, and... Do you remember what she did um, at her Gold Globe speech? Celebrate what you, um, by cel- by rewarding me, you were rewarding Steel Ball. Yeah, <laughs> she knew what she was doing, and I imagine that uh, if not for Chastain, then she would probably have her second Oscar. Yeah, if it wasn't for Chastain, she probably wouldn't have won. Yeah. I think the I think the fact that Kristen Stewart is now nominated for an Oscar, I think this will help her going forward. Yeah, you'll see a Kristen Stewart win. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, people don't like the trolls can just shut up about Twilight. I think this is what she needed in order to get yeah. more shut up. Yeah. Now we just um, need Robert Pattinson to do the same. Yeah, he's gonna he's he's going to get an Oscar nomination one day. Just wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, also, people were suggesting that worst person in the world win original screenplay. Um, I personally never thought that was gonna happen. As much as I would have loved for that to happen, it's objectively the best in the category. And doesn't have a problem problematic elements that Licorice Pizza has. So, but I didn't think it was gonna happen. Um, just I understand. Think. Yeah, I understand why people were predicting us. Yeah. <sighs> um. So, um, like you said, Drive My Car won the international feature film. Um, there was. No suspense there. Um, no, a lot, a lot of these awards weren't expected. There were, yeah. Another thing is that there were no real surprises. I think um, the only surprise was an editing. But even that made sense. Yeah. Even even though it hadn't won any precursors, it had that. It had the um, it had the stat. Yeah. Um, the sound stat. Uh, but yeah, um, I love Rizuki Hamaguchi's uh, speech. I hate the fact that he was cut off three times. Yeah. Like, fuck you, Academy. That's how the Academy are. Um, Summer Soul, uh, um, our documentary winner, Summer Soul. I'm so happy for that. I love that movie. Um, Me too. It it deserved the win, but I again I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad for Questlove. He didn't get the moment he deserved. Yeah. 
Queen of Basketball wins um, documentary, documentary sports subject. No surprise uh, there. Isn't Ben Brown but the same guy who? Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he also direct another documentary feature? Um, that was nominated. Oh yeah, a concerto was a conversation. He was nominated alongside Chris Bowers. Ah. Um, do you think that Chris Bowers is going to be nominated for one of his scores eventually? Eventually, yeah. Yeah. He seems like he's, um, like rising and on the track to get a nomination. Um, and then, um, the live action short, the short film winner is the long goodbye. Riz Ahmed is now an Oscar winner. Yeah. It's a shame he couldn't give a speech on the ceremony. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to t- uh, talk about that. Like, um, I was listening to like Matt Neglia's next Best Picture podcast where he said this will probably be the norm where they keep several categories off uh, off the ceremony proper. I think, like, they, I, I could see them looking at the ratings to see a slight improvement and saying, see, that's justification that we don't need to um, have these categories. And, um, and, and point, I could also see them pointing to Coda. See, a film won with no tech nominations. They don't really matter that much, do they? I think I think that is a very good point. I think one thing I want to mention is that if they're going to cut categories again, let us see it. Have a YouTube live stream. Yeah. Let us at least see it. And I think that is probably one thing you're going to see next year if they cut categories again. I think next year you're going to see that. Yeah. Because I think if you do that. Still make it a huge deal. Let let the people who want to see the technicals see them. Yeah. Um, windshield wiper with animated short film. Um, which I um, which was cool. I like that I short predicted film. It. I, um, predicted I was it. breaking Robin Robin for some reason. Um. But um, of course, um, Dune one's original score, Hans Zimmer's first win in twenty uh, seven um, twenty seven years. Yeah, which is insane. I know, right? Um, he was in Europe, so he didn't. Yeah. He saw he saw this he saw he wasn't even gonna get to give a speech, so Well he like, he was on tour anyway. I don't think uh, he really got to it. Cause I remember him like a tweet he said like it's two AM, I just won an Oscar, I'm going to the bar. I don't care if I'm going to the next. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, so 
he was in Europe, so he couldn't be there anyway. Um, and no time to die. Winter was song. No, no Um, and Billie Eilish is the first millennial to. Um, no, not millennial. Gen Zer to win an Oscar. She deserves it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I'm okay with. I'm yeah, okay definitely. With yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, as long as they deserve it, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I was just referring to born after born, um, 2000 present. Sorry if yeah. that came off as mean or anything. No, I I, I got what you're saying. Um, what do you think should break the next Bond theme, though? Next Bond theme? Let Radiohead... Um, so you, so you, you say it. You go first. Halsey, I think, would make a great... Yeah. Would make a great Bond theme. I also want to see Hozier make his Bond theme. Yes, that would be a good one, too. Um, also... Get Radiohead again, maybe? I want to Maybe. see them win an Oscar. Um, how close do you think were um like what? How close do you think were any of the other nominees like Be Alive, um, Beyonce and King Richard, or Dos Orguitas from Encanto with Lin Manuel Miranda? Huh. I don't think it was close. Yeah. As much as the other four songs were good, obviously, I don't think they were close. I think when I saw Billie Eilish's documentary make the short list, yeah, I remember that was a... that's when I knew she was winning. I don't think it was close. Yeah. Um, and then Dune wins best sound. Um, Dune actually. Dune won six of the technicals. It won cinematography, production design, sound, original score, um, visual effects, and film editing. Um, it's the biggest sweep since, I think. Mad Max. Yeah. Um, um, I'm still surprised at Mr. Actor. Yeah. It's, I think it's the biggest sweep for a film that doesn't have a directing nomination. Yeah, I, f- I forget who mentioned this, um, but yeah, the top three movies that got more than one award, Dune, Tammy Faye, and Coda, didn't have a director nomination. Yeah. That's the first time that ever happened. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's like this um, disparity between certain branches and the changing academies and whatnot. Yeah, I think you, I think you may not see this exact same scenario again, but I do think we're going to see a lot more crazy winners, a lot more unexpected things, more yeah. stats being broken in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um. So as I said, um, as I mentioned, um. It also wants cinematography. I didn't really care for cinematography. It looked really bland, beige. I would have preferred 
um, try to see if it's best to win here. It's the only time I want a black and white movie to win. Yeah. And probably would go with Nightmare Alley for production design. Um, yeah, but I'm okay with Dune. I'm more okay with Dune when production design than cinematography. Yeah. And then the eyes of Tammy Faye wins best makeup. Um, no, which, surprise. no surprise. Hey, Iron uh, Lady. Or Iron Lady. Yeah. yeah. And then Cruella wins costumes. Again, no surprise. Uh, I, I, I'm actually shocked they went for it, honestly. I, I guess I understand that, but is kind of the most costumes. And when you have no idea what to do, you just kind of go with the most costumes. Yeah, I agree with that, but in my mind, I'm like, they usually go for the more period pieces, the more... Like, I was just legit surprised. They if there's anyone to, like, buck that trend, it's Jenny Bevan. Yeah, that's true. Our queen, who also won for Mad Max Fury Road, and completely deserved it. I agree with that. And then Dune wins best visual effects. Like, again, no surprise. Yeah. Zero surprise there. Um... I'm ex- I'm excited for um I forgot what I was gonna say um the the next award show we're gonna be doing on the HTPA is is the year of Mad Max yeah that's gonna be fun um so of course our best picture winner is Coda um oh Coda. I forgot to mention. Um, director. Jane, Jane Campion wins director. Not really a surprise, but given how everything turned out, it's, it feels kind of weird that this is the only thing it wins. I'm, I predicted zero. I should just state that for the record. Because I didn't think they would just give it just director. I was skeptical that they they were just going to give a director nothing else. I thought it was more likely that it would it ha- I thought surely it had to win something else. I thought it was going to win picture director and nothing else. And then it just won director and nothing else. It's the same as the graduate and giant and the awful truth. Yeah. I'm still shocked with my laugh. I think I think they A, they really don't like Netflix. Because I say this was I say this was probably their best chance. I think this was a better chance than Roma a few years ago. I I I I think the more we think I think the more I think about it I think the more um, this wasn't quite the right movie. This was more 
of a critics push than anything else. I they agree probably with came, that. as as close as they probably got. I feel like I I feel like this was more respected than truly loved among the uh, among the academy. I completely agree with that. I think that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and um I think at some point they will win, but it needs to be the right movie that uh, that people want at the right time. I think the big problem is they're they're pushing so hard to do Oscar bait. They are pushing so hard to try to do Oscar bait movies. I guarantee you, if they push Don't Look Up or and Passing more, we probably would be having a different conversation right about now. Maybe. Especially Passing. I think Passing could have done a lot better and they completely ignored it. Uh, they, they did Passing dirty. It's, it's um, tragedy. Um, but I have a theory as to why Coda won. Like, the other, like, frontrunners in this category, like, Power of the Dog, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, um, which were all considered a possibility at one point or another, they all spoke to moments of the past. They all spoke to a past experience. I think Coda ticked a, a hidden box. It spoke to a contemporary experience. It spoke to like what we were going through at this time. It dealt with more twenty first century um, issues. Issues, yeah. And I think that's what they. That's what uh, we really want to see. Uh, or at least a broader audience, the one that voted for Coda, wanted to see. I agree with that 100%. I think one thing, one more point I want to make on that. The Oscars' goal is not to pick a movie that would stand the test of time every year. That is not the goal of the Oscars. Their goal is to pick the movie of right now. And they pick a movie that not only represents the 21st century issues, like you said, but also also made us feel good in a time of tragedy, darkness. A war. A war, exactly. I think a lot of people are like, oh, this... this this win will age badly, age badly. No, it won't. End, no, it won't. And honestly, at the end of the day, again, that's not the goal of the Oscars to pick a movie every year that will stand the test of time. Their goal is to pick the movie of right now. And that's what they did. Yeah. But Apple, man first streaming service. They conquered the hurdle of the Oscars. 
Yeah. Uh, why do you think that they were the ones to do it? I think Apple run probably the best campaign I've ever seen. Yeah. Of, of recent years, I should say. But but the Coda crew was everywhere. Both like they were on the Kelly Clarkson show. They were at the White House. They were like they were everywhere. Apple really put Apple was smart. They picked one movie to be like, okay, we believe in this movie. We're gonna push it and give it everything we got. Yeah. Um, someone said that Coda is like the Ted Lasso, but for movies. I think that is more than a fair comparison. Yeah. But yeah, I think Apple... Them having Coda in theaters helped it too. True. I think that is what's hurting Netflix. I know Netflix shows in some theaters... But they don't show it the way Apple and Amazon does it. Yeah. And I think that will forever keep hurting Netflix until they do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking Apple. of good camp... Uh, oh, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, speaking of uh, great campaigns, I think... Um, Branagh, Kenneth Branagh also did um, a pretty stellar campaign down the road. I would agree with that. Like From what I've heard, he's just been incredibly charming and likable. And he played up the personal part of this story. Yeah. And I, th- I think that I know Campion is still one director, but I think that was yeah. one of the things that she struggled with. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure about how um the the Power of the Dog crew, um, what their deal with campaigning was. They weren't really around, like, to make sense. Like, I think Carbatch maybe did like one TV show, maybe, but it was. But yeah, I think they did a piss poor job uh, campaigning. Yeah. Like, if Cumberbatch were a real threat, you think he'll be a real threat for Best Actor? You think he would would have been more out there? Exactly. I know he was busy, but still. I mean, Aaron DeBose and Billie Eilish were there way more than than the entire Power of the Dog cast. Yeah. Um, Both of them posted Saturday Night Live during the campaign, for God's sakes. Yeah. <sighs> but at the end of the day, I'm just kind of exhausted by the ceremony. I feel like Twitter especially is making this feel like an eternity because they used to have April long 
uh, till April long ceremonies, and I I have I have to imagine the lack of social media, um, probably made things easier for them in this in this area. Yeah, I just feel like social media just drags everything out to a snail's pace. Yeah, but I don't like the late March Oscars. I'm fine with like a uh, like a mid March ceremony. I think beginning of March, mid March, I'm okay with that. I think when it gets towards the end of March, early April, that's when I feel like it drags on. Look, I know the globes don't matter anymore, but we had those January second. And now we're finally ending with the Oscars. Yeah. But to me, that's just way too long of a gap. Yeah. I just can't... Um, I can't really... Put, I just keep... Uh, remembering, like... Another late March ceremony from uh, 17 years ago. Oh, uh, no. Um, 19 years ago. Um, where... The pianist came shockingly close to winning um, um, to winning Best Picture. It won Best yeah. Actor, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay. I doubt it would. Ho- I doubt it would happen nowadays. But yeah, I don't know. I think no. I think that's one one of the years I would like to redo. I think that's a year I'm curious about. I how would do. That. I um I do really like the pianist, but I can yeah um everything about Roman Polanski is just gross. Yeah. Here's the thing: a lot of people are telling me you have to separate the art art like the art from the artist and I'm just like it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to watch a Harvey Weinstein movie and just think of all the things he's done to people it's I say it's a very complicated uh, matter like and it depends on who the artist is it's a subjective thing I'll say yeah I would agree with that. And I think I think people just have to be careful. Yeah. I think I think defending like Woody Allen, for example, like defending their work you gotta be careful to not go the line of you're defending that person and their actions. Yeah. Now on to next year. <laughs> yeah, um, I kind of don't want to talk about next year. I just want to live in the moment. Like me neither. I, the world me is already neither. a ticking time bomb of like the apocalypse. So, um, yeah. I don't want to give it that level of thoughts. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> I just hope that uh, next year has a better, uh, just 
doesn't fuck up the ceremony as much. It depends who they get next year. Yeah, honest. keep Will Packer think... away. Please just keep Will Packer away. Yeah. Like, there's no... I'm sorry, there's just no excuse for that level of incompetence. Yeah. It really felt like he legit didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, it, I got that vibe, too. I think I want to see, like, a John Mulaney host. Like, someone who'll just oh. do an opening monologue and then go away for the rest of the show. Let's have Lady Gaga host. That would be great. She, she loves history. Big, she respects, she would like, do a big musical number in the beginning of the show. And why haven't we had Tom Hanks host? I don't think he would ever do it. Uh... There's doubts in my mind they probably have asked before. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't want to do it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um Yeah. I think I want I think I want someone who will do an opening monologue and then just go away the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, do you have any, like, final sort of thoughts on this year? Like, think about some of the fil- some of the films that we thought were going to make a bigger splash, like The French Dispatch. Um, passing. Passing. Passing was a big one for me. I thought Don't Look Up was going to do way better than it did. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I had Timothy Chalamet not in supporting actor. Yeah, I had Timothy Chalamet not in supporting actor for, for Don't Look Up. Not my proudest moment. I thought Mahershala Ali was going to be nominated for Swan Song. You seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen it. I thought he was really good. I would easily put him over Bardem. Yeah. I was expecting Tick Tick Boom to do a lot better. Yeah. I have my own Miranda Stegan to draft her for a little bit. But yeah. You just never know. Yeah. Just never know. That's what's most great and terrible about Oscars. Yep. Um, next year we have like movies like Cadbury Glass, in which we'll see Dave O. Russell's ugly mug back again. Um, let's let that burn and sink. Um, I don't need him. I do want to say though. If this per- if her performance is big enough and is done well, I can see Anya Taylor-Joy winning next year and supporting. Because <sighs> there's zero doubts in my mind Anya Taylor-Joy is winning an Oscar. <laughs> um, uh, what is winning the Oscar? Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, yeah. I think she's going yeah. to be an Oscar winner eventually. Yeah, I said if her role's big enough in Cadbury Glass, I can see that happening. That's assuming that um, 
Canterbury Glass. He's gonna be a big player. Like, uh, sorry. Um, like, is it is is David O'Russell gonna be able to make us forget about what he did? Probably. Yeah. I don't know much much faith in Hollywood holding like straight white men accountable. For yeah. Their behavior. So. Yeah. Exactly. So. Hope for the best. Expect the worst. Yeah. Um, Anyways, um, I guess, um, thank you, Matt, for appearing on this podcast again. Thank you uh, so much for having me, Gabe. So, how can we find you on social media? Um, Matthew Anzalone 14, as well as HTPA Awards. We have two big things coming up at our 2016 redo. I'm probably going to post the voting information for that tomorrow in our chat. And we're going to be doing our TV awards too. Nice. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Gabe Joker. You can find me on Instagram at Gabe Warren. Um, you can find the um, Alternate Oscars account on Twitter at Alternate Oscars. Um, you can find me on Letterboxd at Mr. Hulo. Um, you can, um, um, uh, this, um, the alternate Oscars also has Patreon accounts. They're all linked in the description. Um, be sure to rate and review this podcast for visibility's sake and subscribe to your choice of server. Um, and of course, um, sit, um, until the next episode, sit back and relax, cheers and enjoy, and thank you for listening to the Ultimate Oscars.